Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast. So let's get to our next guest. Joining us today is Emma Aper, Director of Education for Midwest Technical Institute and Delta Technical College. Today, we would like to discuss medical assistant careers, the demand for medical assistance, and the role employer partnerships play in helping students find employment. As a leading provider of education and medical assisting, we couldn't think of anybody better to call than Emma Aper with Midwest Tech and Delta Tech. Welcome back to the show, Emma. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Okay. Let's start by telling our listeners exactly what a medical assistant is. Can you briefly explain what a medical assistant does uh, as sort of a recap? Sure. Uh, a medical assistant does just a little bit of everything, um, mostly in outpatient clinics. As far as it could be, you know, family medicine, um, a specialty department, or really anything, but they... Like a wide array of things that could yes. come up. Yes, they they really do train in all of the different areas just a little bit. They hit a surface of everything. Yeah. Um, so it's great because they can be utilized in the front of the office. You know, they're that first face that a patient sees when they come in, or they can be in the back um, doing direct patient care, intervening with the doctors, working with the rest of the healthcare team to, you know, be a huge part of that care plan for the patient. So awesome. All right, now let's talk a little bit about the education that you need to become a medical assistant. How long is a medical assistant program and what certifications do you need in order to be employable? So our medical assisting program is a nine month course. Uh, it's 35 weeks, 25 weeks in the classroom and then 10 weeks out at externship, getting that hands-on experience out uh, in the clinics. Yeah, so it's really it's really awesome for them to get that 10 weeks out in the field. And, you know, it's kind of like a, um, a long job interview if you, yeah. If you say. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, they really do get that hands-on direct patient care, um, just to kind of see, you know, what department they would want to be in and, um, just get a feel for what their interest is and before they actually choose where they're going to work. Yeah, sure. Makes sense. And do they need some certification in order to be employable? And does the externship help them get that? How does that work? Yeah. So typically once they complete the training, the 35 weeks, um, they they are eligible to take either the AMA or the NCCT. Those are the ones that we offer at MTI. Um, And so they can take those at the end of their education and hopefully become certified, maybe even double certified. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And so is that something that you help the students do at your school or do they have to go to a test center? How does that work? Yeah. For the AMA, they do have to go to a test center, but the NCCT we offer it here in our, in our building once a month. Okay. And is that like included with tuition, that test or? The AMA. um, Yep. They can, they can actually choose. Yeah. Which one they want to take. Gotcha. Are the tests very similar? Yes. 
So yes, if a student are. passes one, they're obviously encouraged to go take the other. Yeah, yeah, uh, they can. They can yeah. They, yeah, they can choose to take one or they can choose to take both. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, um, you know, we've always thought of medical assistance as being essential, which is what brings us to the employment part of this conversation. And we hear from employers that need medical assistance pretty bad. I mean, mm -hmm. everybody is dying for medical assistance. Can you tell us a little bit more about Midwest Tech and Delta Tech and how they partner with employers to make sure students are getting the education needed to enter the workforce? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, we work really closely with employers, whether it's, you know, even, even around um, the students actually being with the employers. Um, so we do have a program advisory committee for, for every program here. Right. Um, so for medical assisting, that would be like, twice a year. Um, I mean, typically it's continuous education between us and employers, uh, right. you know, just making sure that we are meeting that need in the community and communicating with them about, you know, things that are, that our students maybe need to um, strengthen or, you know, whatever it is that the community needs, the employers, they let us know. Yeah, I got you. So, so basically you meet with the employers on a regular basis yeah. to make sure that your mm -hmm. curriculum is up to date and what, you know, what they're looking for so that when your students graduate, you know, as the school that they are being educated in a way that the employers are, that's what they're looking for. Yeah. And we typically will work with employers. Um, you know, whenever we have students that are getting ready to go to externship, um, we've gotten to the point where, you know, they have a list of things that our students can do throughout externship. And we kind of work with you, we kind of work, we work with each other um, to make sure that that it's meeting the the need for the student, for the employer, you know, that are that we're covering those skills in our in our um, labs here in the building. Right. Um, so that way the students are prepared when they not only go out for externship, but then right. when they go out to get that job. Yeah, it makes total sense. I mean, you want to make sure that the students are prepared for their externship so that they're successful there. And then mm -hmm. obviously also uh, after they leave the externship in your school and are in the in the field. So, um, and I know you've recently struck a new relationship with Springfield Clinic. Can you tell us a little bit more about that partnership? Sure. So they obviously, like every um, healthcare system in our community, they have a severe shortage of medical assistance. So we already were working with them to send some of our externs to their offices for them to get their externship hours complete. Um, but we kind of just like went, we took it to the next level by getting their, getting their recruiters into our buildings, getting their, um, you know, people that are training their medical assistants, just kind of getting them in our building more often. Um, you know, they're part of our program advisory committee as well. And they do a really, really great job training our medical assistants out in the field during externship mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in hopes that they will eventually get hired. Um, and the best, I mean, the best thing about all of our employers is that we have such a strong connection with them that if a student is struggling in externship or they do need to improve a certain skill or whatever it is, we have that open communication where we can just make sure that the student's going to be successful. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, you know, we here at Imagine America think it's critically important that any higher education institution has strong relationships with employers. And learning what's necessary to know out in the workforce is vital to educating the next generation of skilled workers. Mm -hmm. um, 
Okay, now let's say I'm someone who's interested in studying medical assisting. What are a few things that I should look for in a school that offers this program? Is it accreditation? Because that's something we didn't talk about today. Um, is it the length of program, the teacher's experience? That's another thing we didn't talk about today. Obviously, the relationship with employers are important and being able to take your uh, certifications after the class is over. But what are a few other things like accreditation and uh, experience with teachers would you say is important that students should consider when they're looking at a medical assisting program? Sure. So we are accredited by the ACCSC. And then additionally, our medical assisting program is accredited by MERB, which is the Medical Assisting Education Review Board. Oh. And that, that allows our students to take the AMA in the end. So, oh. mm -hmm, so having that accreditation is, is really nice because they can take that AMA. Okay. Um, that certification. So the ACCSC accreditation um, is also very important because that means that students are uh, able to apply for the FAFSA because you're Title IV eligible. And then the MERB certification is very important because that means that the students are able to uh, take the AMA or the NCCT exams after they're done with their course of study to get the certifications needed to make them employable. Yes. And MERB awesome. is is, is like a, it's a third party. So they, um, they have standards that we have to follow and, you know, we're, yeah, we're very proud of that. Um, it's a very, um, I don't know. It's just, yeah. you know, just that extra piece that we yeah. have. So our students Absolutely. That yeah. Students end. listening to this should, should look into making sure that their school is accredited by this institution so that they know that they're getting the education that they need to make mm -hmm. them employable and they're going to be able to take those certifications. And I think it's a, a certain level of a stamp of approval on your school, basically saying, hey, yeah. this curriculum is exactly what employers are looking for, you know? Yes. And with healthcare is ever changing um, and yeah. the standards are ever changing. So, right. um, and we have to, we have to follow those standards. So um, we, we know it's going to be up to date information and we're going to be um, held to the highest accountability. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. uh, that's something that, uh, you know, we didn't talk about even the last time we did this. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think we talked about that part of the accreditation. So I'm glad that we mentioned that. So what, what's one, one other thing? Would you say teachers experience and do you allow students to kind of uh, walk and sit in the classroom before they enroll? You know, what, what are some things like that that students should be thinking about? Yeah, um, we definitely would. Um, we would let any student that was considering medical assisting watch our classes, our labs, you know, all of our teachers are required to have three years of experience in the field. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, that again, is just kind of an accountability because our, our instructors, they're not just walking in here as fresh MAs, like they've actually been out in the field, practice those skills on real patients. Um, and so then that kind of leads into uh, medical assisting. We're so big on hands-on. Uh, you know, our whole school is. So just the fact that our our instructors have that experience and they can, uh, you know, show and speak from personal experiences, that just allows the, the student to get that, that experience in the lab and that hands-on. So that way they are ready to get out into the field once that externship point comes. Awesome. We are having a great conversation with Emma Aper, the Director of Education at Midwest Tech and Delta Technical College. I want to thank you for joining us on another great episode of Imagine America Radio. Um, I hope our listeners has gained some knowledge on uh, the medical assisting program and the importance of 
employer relationships. Thank you, Emma, for joining us. Yeah, thanks again for having me. Awesome. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.